morning, and uh, let me let my friends at Gab know that uh, I am periscoping. And I have a full uh, live stream for us today, so don't go anywhere. And please uh, repost and retweet. Um, all of us patriots get um, shadow banned something awful, so I'd appreciate uh, any subscribe, any repost, any retweet from the bottom of my heart. Um, I know I'm being severely shadow banned, just like uh, all uh, patriots, all uh, all people who believe in uh, freedom of speech and who disagree with the uh, progressive ideals of today's hard left. And the subject of today's live stream is the true bigotry of the white upper class, of the white uh, ruling class. The true bigotry, the true racism is on the left. Uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Andre Lefevre. I am an independent uh, citizen journalist. I practice something which is uh, which has become illegal in the uh, United States and the rest of the world, and it's called the First Amendment. I mouth off on things political, things cultural, things uh, interesting. If you're watching me on uh, on my Periscope, uh, you see a picture of <coughs> Anderson Cooper and Alex Jones side by side. And that represents the true fight, the true conflict in our country. It is not between white citizens and black citizens. It's not between Hispanics and whites, or Hispanics and Asians, or Asians and blacks, or blacks and whites. No. Depending how you measure the population, either it's 63 or 75% white. Now, the uh, Ivy League eggheads who do the measurements introduced the progressive uh, racism into census itself because they don't count uh, Hispanics of the European descent as whites. Uh, the ruling class, the upper class, is absolutely hard left, totally Democrat. They have always been bigoted and racist. This introduces uh, the fact that they don't want to count uh, so-called Hispanics of the European descent as white needs to be explained, especially to those of you ladies and gentlemen uh, who are not of the European descent. I consider myself a true, uh, a true European. I was born in Europe. Uh, I was not born in the prestigious part of Europe. I was born in Moscow. I was born in Russia. And let me tell you how the progressive Nazis, the white progressive Democrat Nazis of the left, separate even white people by what type of genome they have. The absolutely top, the most wonderful, the most privileged genome is that to be of an English descent. You cannot argue with that. That's how it's been since the beginning of this um, of this republic. And it's not surprising. It was settled by British. The next most uh, prestigious genome is, uh, is that of a Dutch. Because actually they were the first who settled uh, 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 the, the cultural uh, uh, the, the New England and New York City. And this is where our upper class is derived from. 
The next one is German, interestingly enough. And don't forget that uh, uh, English are uh, English, Dutch, and Germans all belong to a Germanic uh, uh, language group. I'm not going to touch on the genome because genome is so varied in Europe. You can't tell that there is a big difference between Dutch, English, and German. But according to our um, our wonderful progressive elite, there is the next uh, the next most desirable thing after a British, Dutch, and German is Scandinavian. Uh, it is Norwegian and um, Danish uh, and Swedish. After that, we're going into into the uh, into France, and that's one one rank below. I'm not kidding you. I had many conversations about that with many people. Below that are Italians and uh, uh, Italians and um, and uh, and Spaniards and, and Portuguese. Below below that are people on the Balkans. Below that are uh, such as what used to be called Yugoslavia. Serbs, Croats, uh, Montenegrins, uh, Greeks, etc., etc. Sounds real funny, but that's how our ruling class thinks. Below that are people of Central Europe, and those are Hungarians, uh, non-Slavic uh, uh, Central Europeans. Those are Hungarians, and uh, uh, let's see who are there: uh, Romanians, etc., uh, etc. Below that are all the Slavs, and Slavs uh, and Slavs consists uh, of uh, well, uh, the the best Slavs are of course Czechs and Poles because they're Catholics. Then we have the Ukrainians, then we have the Belarusians, and then we have uh, have the Russians. And uh, this is the mentality of the ruling class. This is the mentality of the ruling class. Their racism, their bigotry does not start with people of color. Their bigotry starts with leveling everybody, even the people of the European descent, into groups which are, which are best and which are the worst. Now, it is totally foreign to us, to the middle class. I forgot the Irish, to mention Irish. They are also uh, traditionally been on the bottom rungs of the society. There's also a subgroup that uh, uh, that uh, uh, that settled uh, the southern, and those are uh, uh, and those are Scot Scotch Irish who were Protestants, and those were the Scots who were resettled by British uh, into Northern uh, Ireland. This is another group that was ranked very low, uh, and still is ranked very low by. Uh, <laughs> Uh, by by the white ruling uh, ruling elite, um, it's becoming less and less important. But still, it didn't help that the South, that was uh, uh, primarily Scotch Irish, lost the Civil War. So the the British uh, uh, the descendants of the British and the Dutch uh, ruling class in the, in the North uh, openly openly disparaged the, the Southerners because of their substandard. Uh, uh, substandard origins in the 19th century, and that feeling has survived to this uh, to this day. Now, the ruling class, and, and it's a very difficult subject to talk about because it is so obvious to the ruling elite, and it is so difficult to explain to normal people like us, to the deplorables of the middle class, 
that they're not really a language to explain this very strange uh, bigotry. Uh, I mean, Italians were not ranked very high, and Irish were not ranked very high at one time uh, in, in, in the northern cities. Well, people are mixing and mixing and mixing and mixing, except the lily white ruling class of our country. Now, there is another subclass that we have in this country, and those, uh, those are European Jews. Now, they themselves rank themselves in a very weird way. I had many conversations about that as well, because they're not a unified bloc in the United States. Original immigrants, the Jewish uh, immigrants into the United States of the 18th and 19th century came from Germany, and they are in England, and they are the highest, if you will, uh, the blue bloods of the Jewish community. They are the, the elites. Uh, the Rothschild family is English, even though they're not Americans, but just tell you. And um, the in the early uh, late 19th century, early 20th century, you had a huge influx of the Eastern European Jews from southern Russia, Ukraine, and Poland. And uh, the um, upper-class Jews of the German descent turned their nose on them. It came so bad is that when there were ship, uh, ships full of the Central European Jews during the Nazi uh, Third Reich era trying to, um, uh, trying to escape uh, death camps, uh, try to come to the United States, the upper-class Jewish community in the United States did not do much to help them land and seek uh, refuge. Uh, there, this is a very, a very interesting and very sad chapter in, uh, in, in American history. The point I'm making is that true racism and the true bigotry lives only, only on the left, only on the hard left. Uh, the MAGA, the trap supporters, are consist of normal people like us. It doesn't really immaterial to all of us uh, whether we come uh, from uh, our ancestors come uh, from uh, England or Germany or Holland or Switzerland or Scandinavian countries or, or from Greece or Italy, Spain. It does not matter or Russia like it is in my case. It does not matter. Uh, most of the middle-class people, not only middle-class people, middle-class period, and again, middle-class people uh, and population of the United States is uh, about 70 percent white if you count those who are of a Hispanic descent, or white people, people with European genome who happen, uh, who have ancestry dating back to Spain and Portugal. For some reason the uh, Ivy League uh, descendants of English and Dutch uh, and German people who constitute our white uh, uh, ruling elite don't consider those people fully um, fully European. I don't know why, but this is how, what kind of rules they have made. This is, uh, it would have been hilarious if you didn't have, if it wasn't said, if you will. Now, the same elite who supported slavery, who supported uh, one-drop rule. So if a person was uh, a 99% uh, uh, European but showed just a little bit of an African uh, 
uh, facial features or, or it was a little bit darker than what the uh, uh, what the ruling on that thought he was considered to be inferior. Uh, we have, uh, it, it has many, many different cultural ramifications. This is not which was supported by the, uh, by, the, by the ruling class. As a matter of fact, even during the era when the marriages in most states between uh, blacks and whites were prohibited by law, there were many mixed-race couples who lived as husband and wife, and both ways, by the way. Uh, Jack Johnson, one of the, uh, one, one of the uh, boxing greats of the early 19th century, uh, had a white wife. Uh, he was and he was black, obviously, and he was such a high-profile profile person that he had to flee United States. And I believe that that he lived in Mexico for many many years, even though he was a wealthy man and uh, he was an accomplished athlete. Uh, the uh, the the ruling class simply could not could not afford to have such a wealthy, uh, high-profile black person. Uh, legally married to a white woman to live in the United States. Uh, interestingly enough, there was a little protest among the middle class people. Uh, the integration started with the Republicans. It didn't start with the highbrow Democrats. It started with the Republicans in the 1940s and 50s, where you had the rise of the people of color who were getting good jobs after World War II and after World War I. Uh, getting into business and could afford to buy homes in um, predominantly white neighborhoods. Uh, you could see that, that happening in LA. Now uh, the white ruling class just couldn't stand, just couldn't stand it. The Democrat Nazis just could not stand the fact uh, that the middle class, us, the deplorables of that era, started caring less and less about the color. So they uh, introduced laws such a great society that absolutely destroyed the black community, that uh, turned um, uh, men against women when it was more profitable for, uh, for the ladies to marry, quote-unquote, the government uh, than to have, a, uh, to have a man in their home. It cut across the board. It, it cut across in the white community as well. But it hit the, the black community because they didn't have the savings. And historic, historically, they did not have a lot, so it hit them pretty 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 bad. The way the our uh, ruling class, the white ruling class, looks at people of color as pets. Uh, they believe that people, if they are not evil white people of the middle class, they have to, they have to agree with the Marxist uh, fascist style ideology uh, that they espouse. Now, in, if they don't, if they do not agree with their philosophy, uh, they should be shunned from the society. Candace Owens was chased uh, from a restaurant where she was having bre breakfast with uh, Charlie Kirk a few months ago by 20 white people who yelled at the Hispanic and black police that they were racist. They yelled at Candace Owens, who is obviously of the African descent, that she was uh, racist, yet the people chasing her out of restaurant were about 20, uh, 20 uh, white man, uh, men, maybe there were a couple of women among them, of Antifa. Now, if you look what Antifa constitute, the shock troops, um, uh, the shock troops of the, um, 
of uh, of the hard left. They're pretty much all uh, they're pretty much all white. If you notice, they're most active in the Northeast, where the people of color are, are a very low percentage, and they usually battle the white middle class who believe in Judeo-Christian values. So the real battle in the United States is not really uh, uh, between white people and people of color as they tr constantly try to drum into us. This is not a fight between men who are patriarchs and abusing women. No, this is a fight within the white population of the United States. A small number, a minority of white people who think they're better than the rest of us simply because they were either born into the um, uh, into the trust funds or for one reason or another they believe in the collectivist ideas they they serve the white power elite and the battle the majority of the white population who are the middle class and uh, most of us with a very 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 minute exceptions really don't care who lives next to us we do, do not care who we work with we don't care what ethnic background uh, of the people uh, that uh, that we go to the restaurant with. The only people who care about it and constantly talk about it are the uh, are the ruling classes. Uh, the worst races, the worst races they there are, are those people, white people who were born into wealth and finished uh, uh, and attended Ivy League institutions because they truly believe in degradation of, um, of racial supremacists. And if you really have an honest conversation with any of them, uh, uh, you have an honest conversation with any of them, uh, you will realize that they truly believe that they think that English, Dutch, and the uh, German uh, genome is superior to everything else. And those are people on the left. Those are the Democrat Nazis. By the way, this is why Anderson Cooper, there's such a cleavage between uh, 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 Anderson Cooper and Alex Jones. More than likely, those two men share the same uh, uh, ethnic background, combination of, uh, of German... Uh, English and Dutch. Uh, I don't know about Alex Jones. He uh, he says that he's part uh, part American Indian as well. But uh, uh, Anderson Cooper belongs to the Dupont family. He has a privileged background. He was born into a trust fund. He went to uh, worked for CIA. Worked to, uh, uh, went to school uh, into Yale. Worked for for CNN that is a propaganda arm of the American white elite. Of course, Alex Jones um, uh, started out modestly, was born, his dad was a dentist, his mom was, uh, was a housewife. He finished high school, never finished college. And he is a self-made man. He ran many businesses and made a fortune in, uh, in broadcasting, publishing, and producing movies. Those two, this is a war between, those two represent the real conflict in the United States between two white people that represent, Alex Jones represents us, the deplorables, the middle class. And of course, uh, Anderson Cooper represents the ruling class. 
and ruling class cannot allow, cannot allow the deplorables to um, to oppose them. They hate and despise us, the Americans of the European descent, who not who do not count out to them a lot more than they despise people of color, because in the eyes of the uh, power elite, people of color are insignificant. They are just like uh, illegals. They are just pets uh, to be voted, uh, and uh, to be uh, those should be voting for them and should be serving them. But when they come across, and I'm talking about their mindset, I'm not talking about what I think. In their mindset, anybody who doesn't serve, and of course they know that the white people of the United States are not go, going to kowtow them, and they know that we don't accept them as superior uh, to us just because uh, they were born into a trust fund. And the hatred they have for us surpasses everything. Um, they don't expect much from the people of color. That, that's why we have affirmative action that actively discriminates uh, against middle class whites. Because the professorial class and uh, whites that are born in uh, uh, to the trust funds are going to get into the prestigious um, uh, Ivy League universities anyway. But they are adamant about keeping away the white people of middle class. They will have token people of color. Now they also found that they need to uh, need to curb the advancement of uh, uh, Asian immigrants or, or, or Americans of the Asian uh, descent, because something in the uh, in that culture uh, makes um, uh, makes uh, uh, makes makes that uh, American uh, group a very very smart and very very aggressive and very very successful. So their lawsuits, uh, their lawsuits filed against Howard University, I believe, uh, for discriminating against the Asians because uh, the white power elite of um, of the United States simply doesn't want to share their education, their power, with those who don't share their leftist ideals and who do not share uh, their uh, Northern European genome. This is. Uh, and this is just the way it is. And the reason I'm stumbling when I'm talking about it because very few people talk about it. I heard Tim Poole talk about it. Alex Jones talks about it sometimes. Uh, but there's no language, accepted language yet. There's no semantics yet to explain that phenomenon. Um, so when we look at American politics and American culture, you have to look through the prism of that. The hatred, the most hatred that the uh, uh, power elite, the white liberals, the white uh, hard left has is against uh, the white people of the uh, of the middle class, and they aim to destroy us. Right now, they simply want to replace us with uh, the illegal immigrants from uh, Latin America, because in their world view, they'll be able to control uh, the votes and the culture and the actions. Uh, of uh, people uh, from uh, Latin America because they view, they view them as substandard. And of course, if you come into the American middle class, white or black, but in their mind mostly white, uh, they cannot control us. They hate us, they're afraid of us. Uh, that's also why they want to take our guns away because they know that it's very deeply ingrained into our tradition to protect ourselves. And the last thing they want to have 
is the population that can protect themselves against them, the white American upper class. Now, uh, the let's switch gears for a second. I found something very interesting uh, on uh, uh, on uh, on Amazon. Uh, the Mueller report uh, for sale. Apparently, on uh, March 26, you can pre-order the mural, uh, the uh, uh, the um, uh, the Mueller report. Um, it says very uh, distinctly. I'm on the uh, Amazon.com. The Mueller report, the final report of the special counsel into Donald Trump, Russia, and Kaluk paperback, March 26, 2019. Excuse me. Oh, by Robert S. Mueller, the third author, special counsel's office, U.S. Department of Justice author. Excuse me. Uh, I guess there's something in the air. Uh, and there is a forward uh, with introduction by Alan uh, Dershowitz. I, I quite frankly not even sure what to make of it. Uh, I thought the law was or the rules were that uh, uh, that uh, Miller has to uh, make the report and has to give it to the uh, Attorney General which is uh, Barr right now, and Mr. Barr will decide to, uh, what to do with it. But it looks like um, Robert S. Mueller III is going to make money on, the, uh, on this particular uh, report that he did on the, uh, uh, on the taxpayer's dime, and now he is selling it on the, uh, uh, he's selling it on the Internet. Um, be very curious to know how legal it is. And um, what's going on with this? I, I have no idea. Uh, is there something that's being planned for uh, March 26? I mean, we have reports of a surge of illegals uh, collapsing our southern border. We have the insurgent uh, Democrat firebrands uh, wanting to introduce articles of impeachment against President Trump. Are they going to start a color revolution on uh, on this, uh, on, on March twenty sixth? Um, I have no answers for that. Uh, I really don't know. I don't know about the legalities. Um, I'm going to listen and read and research to see if um, people that are more informed than I have answers for that. But uh, I think there's grounds for some worry. Um, it's our country. It doesn't belong to Robert S. Mueller, uh, Robert Swan Mueller, the, the third and his oak. It doesn't belong to the American ruling class uh, power elite. It belongs to us. If anything, it belongs to us. It belongs to the American middle class of all colors, ethnic groups, and all religions. Because we are the majority. We pay most of the taxes. We do most of the living. And we create the culture. And... Uh, Going back to my earlier uh, conversation, the ruling class is at open warfare with us. We're not in war at war with them. They're at war with us. They want to destroy us and replace it. They don't like us. And by the way, my personal opinion, my personal opinion, there's nothing we can do to make them like us. 
there's nothing we can do to make them accept us. Their goal is to destroy us. So whatever you vote, whatever you do, whatever you prepare for the future, keep in mind that people like uh, Anderson Cooper, people like um, uh, people like um, uh, people uh, like Robert uh, Swan Mueller the Third. These people cannot compromise with us. There's nothing we can do, say, or or do if they don't like it. They want us gone. They want us replaced by the illegal immigrants, uh, preferably non-white, because then they can feel superior. Anyways, uh, I am uh, I am a true amateur. I'm a true citizen journalist. I don't get paid for this. I just took an hour to do this uh, periscope. Uh, appreciate you joining me. I gotta get back to work. Uh, really appreciate you joining me. I don't really have the words uh, to express my appreciation. Thank you. Every one of you watching is precious. Uh, God bless you, and I have time. I'll see you later today again for a short periscope, or I will see you tomorrow or the day after. Bye-bye.